Hey everybody, welcome back to a special episode of Your Mother Ate My Dog, the podcast. Um, Josh and Jesse, as always, episode 31. Um, how does that make you feel hearing that we've done 30, 31 of these? It's a little hard to believe, to be honest with you. Time just flies on by. Yeah, um, which is sad because we're getting older and... You know, uh, weeks pass and we, we don't get them back. And then eventually, eventually we, we die. die and wonder what we accomplished in life. And, and all it amounts to is this podcast. And that's a sad, sad reality. For sure. Okay. So uh, this week we did, <laughs> uh, we watched the Muppet movie, 1979 edition, uh, the very first Muppet movie. Uh, not to spoil anything, but. I think my expectations were pretty low for this. Were they? Um, yeah, it's like, I don't know, a, a Muppet movie from 1979? That was over 40, 40 mm-hmm. years ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 43 years ago, so yeah. But I thought it turned out. Uh, my expectations were met and slash were exceeded. So thank you for that. Have you seen the, so you have never seen the first Muppet movie then? I've seen zero Muppet movies in my life. Yeah. Same, same. That's part of the reason why I picked it. Um, have we, so how many segments do you got lined up this this week? Hopefully none about the Queen. Um, one is slightly related to the Queen. Oh, good. Good. Um, I just... Okay. Yeah. One is slightly related to the Queen, um, but only because... I guess we'll just jump right into it. Okay, let's do it. Um, so the queen died. And yes. Th- things I like to do um, is look at Wikipedia, like who died recently. You like, like to go? Wait, you like to go on Wikipedia and see who died recently? Yeah. So they have a thing where it's like recent deaths, and it just gives you a list of like all the famous people who who have died. Hmm. Um. And it, yeah, it's it's cool because it's like reading the news and stuff all all in one place, and they they have important people who died, um, and also racehorses. A lot of racehorses they include on this one, but um, nothing about death um, in this segment. It's there's also a Wikipedia thing where like you can see what happened. On this day, um, in the past, this day also, in history, and like who who's born on this day in the past. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what this segment is going to be about. Oh, great! So great. Um, t- today we're recording on September the twenty third. Mm-hmm. September the twenty third. So I I went through and and found a um, just kind of a brief history on what happened on this day over a period of time. Great. It's not good. Um, not oh. a lot of good stuff has happened in at least the past 120 years on this day. Um, so, for example, um, the last noteworthy thing to happen on September the 23rd 
was in 2008 mm-hmm. when a man um, killed 10 people at a school in Finland before committing suicide. Oh. Uh, in 2004, over 3,000 people die in Haiti after Hurricane Janine produces massive flooding and mudslides. In 1983, Gulf Air Flight 771 is destroyed by a bomb, killing all 117 people on board. Um, okay. So, yeah, a lot of battles being being um, waged as well. So nothing good. Uh, nothing good has happened really on this day. But if you go to like important people who were born on this day. Um, then start Charles. things start things start looking up. I hope. Yeah, certainly. Ray Charles was born on this day. He died in two thousand four. Uh, Julio Iglesias, a Spanish singer songwriter, was born in nineteen forty three. Dad of Enrique. Surely you've heard of Bruce Springsteen, American singer songwriter, born in nineteen forty nine. Was he born in the USA? I believe he was, yes. Okay, just confirming. Um, yeah, a lot of sports people born on this day. If I would know, um, an American mixed martial artist and kickboxer named Shane Del Rosario was born. Um, on this day in 1983, but he, he died in 2013 for some reason. Oh. Um, and uh, famous pornographic actress, also Canadian, Shyla Stiles, born in 1982, uh, but she she also died in 2017. This is a really uplifting segment. Yeah, so it, it is kind of about the Queen, too, because Queen's still dead. Sad, everybody's sad about the Queen. Still dead, no zombie action going on there. Yeah, so I thought, hey, maybe I would... Um, just talk sweet. about more dead people. Yeah. Great. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's the last segment on this day, September 23rd. Nothing good happened. I mean, nothing bad happened today in 2022, I don't think. Not that I know of. I haven't really looked at the news. This this episode of the podcast was created. That, that could be a bad thing. Well, we'll see. Uh, did I even press the record? I did. Okay. You did, yep. Yeah. But that does lead lead us to our follower of the week. Yeah, after all um, this death talk, we the natural progression follower of the week. Get it? Yeah, let's get it for sure. The follower of the week this week. Um, somebody by the name of uh, by the name of uh. Michael Belusic. Michael Belusic. Um, his Instagram handle is angry underscore hamburger. Angry underscore hamburger. Mm-hmm. 413 followers, 1,309 um, people he's following. His last post was in, was on September the 3rd. Just a picture of, I guess, him in various beard stages. Oh uh, yes, I see that many beards. He's got a big, he's got a big beard situation. Um, it would appear that you liked a few of his photos. Um, the one that stands out 
is the one of his two rats named Bill and Ted. You like that? You just hanging out with his two rats. I like rats, so that makes sense. So yeah, angry underscore hamburger is our follower of the week. Nothing crazy. He just seems to like beards and rats. Um, he thinks he looks like Nicolas Cage, but he looks nothing it. like Nicolas Cage. Yeah, it's our follower of the week. Uh, anything you wanna you wanna add? Any anything you've you've seen recently, or you wanna share? Um, I guess not really. No, you come to this podcast with so many segments. I just feel as though I don't need to. I don't need to create any. You're so well prepared, you know. Yeah, there's been less segments uh, recently, but is that like a, has that been like a hint? Like that you want me to start coming forward with a few? No. So I, can, I can work on it, you know. Whatever you're comfortable with. Um, the movie podcast of the week this week, we already talked about the Muppet movie. Yes. I mean, I. 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. In 2009, it was deemed culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant by the Library of Congress and selected for preservation in the National Film Registry. Hmm. This is a movie that has significance. That makes sense. A movie that people have heard of before, but we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you feel about uh, your Muppet movie? Well, my Muppet movie? Well, I haven't created a Muppet movie. Do you mean the Muppet movie that we watched? Yeah, but the one that you picked. You chose. You chose right. I don't claim ownership over it. You're no that- Jim Henson, am I right? so true so true uh, well i gotta say i really en- enjoyed my experience overall it was, a, it was a movie that i was just kind of smiling the whole time it's a feel definitely a feel good movie hi did you hear that yeah it was a, it's a wacky it was a, definitely a wacky um wacky fun ridiculous kind of movie well the muppets are a, a wacky bunch some of them anyway there's a whole sort of slew of characters. That's kind of, I guess, kind of the point. Yeah, and, and it's called the Muppets, not the Kermits. Yes, not the Kermit, the Kermit movie. We just have Kermit in it, although he was the star. I, I, you could say. Yeah, it was. Um, the music was very good as well. Lots of bangers, and uh, lots of like. I, I've seen like this meme of Kermit riding a bike i've seen that meme like a million times and now i know what it's from it's from this movie yeah that was a that was quite interesting because you you watch the muppets or you see kermit in you know day-to-day life and you yes i see him all the time it it just surprises you when you see his whole body riding a bike right no puppeteer the way they they figure that out or whatever yeah it's kind of interesting um, I do have a story on that. Uh, if I can find where it was. Okay. Well, rainbow uh, connection. Anyway, go ahead. I think that that song was like nominated for something. It must have been. That's so good. So, I, well, when he was singing that song at the beginning, Kermit sang on a log. Um, Jim Henson 
obviously the guy who puppeteered Kermit um, for most of his most of Kermit's life until mm-hmm. Jim Henson died. Um, he had to squeeze into a specially designed metal container um, with an air hose uh, and a rubber sleeve, which came out of the top, so that he can perform Kermit mm-hmm. and a monitor to see what he was doing. Right. For some reason. So he was under the water, uh, under the log, and under the Kermit, <laughs> but with the rubber sleeve. Um, that scene when he had, when he was singing the, that rainbow song, and um, the guy came and was like, hey, you should go to Hollywood. It took five days, um, five days to film. Good Lord. Um, it was the first time that a hand puppet act had his entire body appearing on screen. Oh. Um, to do the bicycle shot, because um, Jim Henson really wanted Kermit to have legs. And, I mean, the beginning of the movie, that was a big plot point, well, the frog leg references. Mm-hmm. Um, so to have Kermit ride a bicycle in a full body shot, a Kermit puppet with legs was posed onto the seat and his legs and arms were attached to the pedals and the handlebars with an overhead crane and marionette system um, held the bicycle upright um, and it guided it forward. But obviously you couldn't see it because the strings were invisible to the camera and the crane was out of the camera's frame of vision. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a pretty um, effective technique, I guess. 1979 and i guess it just got better they got better at it uh, with the subsequent muppet films so yeah hey you remember when they were driving that car right um it turns out a this is wikipedia's words a dwarf sat in the trunk and controlled via remote control oh that's what wikipedia says so that was a bit more common like back in the day, I suppose. The utilization of little people, I guess. Like even in like yeah. the early Star Wars films and stuff. Yeah, and even like 2011's Game of Thrones. <laughs> Almost on season two now. Oh yeah. Just going yeah, through. Yeah, well, you're, you're in for a treat. It gets, gets better and better until the end. And then it's, it gets not as good. Although not like it doesn't ruin the entire show like most people say but anyway i don't want to give away too much um yeah i'll i'll make that decision anyways um the muppet movie right um had a pretty big budget apparently did it are you is there like uh somebody knocking on the door in there or what no um well an eight million dollar budget um, but the box office sixty five point two million dollars. This is nineteen seventy nine money. So that's like his eighteen billion dollars at least. Uh, well, I don't know about that. Oh, so I know how that works. Okay. No. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, pretty star studded cast as well. I saw like some pretty famous comedians. That's for sure. Name one. Uh, Richard Pryor. Um, what about Bob Hope? Bob Hope, Steve, um, Steve Martin, Milton Berle. 
Steve Martin couldn't have been that famous though in 1979. I'm pretty sure he was. What was he doing? Saturday Night Live. I have to look it up. Okay. Keyboard time. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is quite the keyboard. Florence Leachman. Uh, was it? She just she died pretty recently. Huh. Okay, 1970s. Yeah, I mean, I guess he was in a he was in a few movies. Mm -hmm. Um, He was in. He made his first substantial feature film appearance in the musical *Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band*. Oh. Uh, In 1979, he started the comedy movie *The Jerk*. So really, he wasn't in too much. He wasn't in too much. Too many things. Uh, by this time, so he probably wasn't that well known. I guess so. It was a little bit of a shame, I would say. Like the human actors in this film, like the good ones, didn't get as much screen time, and then the the I guess the villains or the villain. He was on a lot. Was is he like a? Famous guy. I don't really recognize him from anything. Um. Yeah, the name sounds familiar. Um. Charles Durning. I mean, he was in stuff. He was in Dick Tracy and Dog Day Afternoon. Okay. I just I his performance was like the. Part I didn't like really, I guess, about this film. You know, he, he I guess he was necessary to like push the plot along, but I I don't know. I felt like a, his performance was a little weak compared to everything else that was going on. Yeah, but oh well. It wasn't in my opinion anyways, like it wasn't that important to the movie, I think. No, no, no. It didn't I ruin think. the movie, but if I were to nitpick, I guess that's that was like the most obvious part of the film that I didn't enjoy. Um, this is our first musical. I guess it is. Our first m- movie with um, Muppets. That is also very true. No, no, none of the movies we saw had any music in it that was like sung by the cast. I guess that's it's got to be true. Uh, Big Bird shows up. That that was fun. I did like that. I did like that. A lot of meta stuff happening. A lot of breaking the fourth wall. Wild back in '79, maybe. That did happen. That did happen quite a, a good amount. Um, okay, well, what did you think about... So we've already kind of touched on the acting. Mm-hmm. So, what... It's okay, so The Muppets, obviously, it's not... It's like a, it's supposed to be a ridiculous movie. It's not... You're not really looking for realism. Right. So, like, the whole Instagrow thing. I was like, whatever. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Okay, good. Yeah. Did you... Um, well, who was your favorite Muppet 
Um, I mean, I mean, I don't know if I had a favorite Muppet. You didn't like any of the Muppets over the others? I mean, I guess Animal was fine. Animal was fine. Yeah, I, I suppose mean, so. Well, my, my answer would be Kermit. Like, I think Kermit was probably my favorite. Okay. Um, but that's a boring answer. I guess. I liked Fozzie Bear. He was probably my favorite. Cool. Fozzie and Kermit were a fun duo. I think in the next movie, they return as a duo. and um, It's like a, they go somewhere. You should look. They do something. They they hang out some more and they do more stuff. Oh yeah, this movie was really uh, was like one of those movies that I can see really appealing to like children, but it also worked. It worked well for you know our age group as well. Yeah, it's like SpongeBob in that way. Yeah, or like some Disney movies, like a they really do well to appeal to both audiences There's something for both. I think that was uh, true here. Yeah, definitely. I'm just getting, getting the film list up now. Um, oh yeah. The great Muppet caper comes oh, out yeah. two years later. Uh, Kermit the Frog and Fozzie Bear are investigative reporters for the Daily Chronicle newspaper. Um, they are supposedly identical twins, which becomes the source of a running gag. Nobody can tell they are twins unless Fozzie's wearing his hat. <laughs> like another crazy one. I definitely f- kind of want to watch all of them now. It was just fun, like easy watching, and it was funny and made me smile and was nostalgic in a way. Not that I watched, grew up with the movies, but you know, I definitely saw them on TV. You know, who doesn't know who the Muppets are? I had that feeling as well, but then it went away. Oh, really? Um, after like a day had passed. Yeah, that was all right. Um, okay, so <laughs> award shows. This is nominated for two uh, Academy Awards. They probably both have to do with the music, I imagine. Yeah, Best Original Song and Best Original Song Score. Oh, yeah. Um, they didn't win for Rainbow Connection. Uh, they were nominated for Golden Globe for Best Original Song. Didn't win. It did win Best Album for Children at the Grammy Awards. Oh, there you go. And Best Fantasy Film at the Saturn Awards. Oh, the, presti- the prestigious uh, Saturn Awards. A lot of movies we watch do well at the Saturn Awards. They sure do. They clean up. Okay, so um, acting was, you know, whatever. Ending, uh, did you like the ending? Are you satisfied? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, at, at its core, I mean, it, it is a kid's movie. It doesn't need to be some complicated ending. The ending made sense, and it was, it, it fit. I, I was totally fine with it. Isn't it crazy how, like, the expectations you get at the beginning of a movie, um, they kind of set the stage for the score 
of the movie, like you, you expect so much less from a movie like this, so you're going to give it a higher score than something that you expect so much more. And right. it would deliver the same, but the score wouldn't be as high. Yeah, the expectation like thing and what you've uh, you sort of ascertained about the film prior to its viewing is like one of the biggest determinants of how you're going to enjoy a film. It's kind of crazy. Like it probably like it accounts for a good percentage of your enjoyment of a film. Uh, definitely. Definitely. Um, this is the first Muppets project to take place in the real world. Oh yeah, like in the US of A? Yep, it was the 10th highest grossing film of 1979. Hey, that's not bad. They made their money back. A deleted subplot followed Statler and Waldorf, who turned up at various points in the movie to comment and heckle the main action. I could see that being effective. I like the, I like them, Statler and Waldorf. They're kind of... I remember, like, they were really stick in my mind from when I was a kid. I remember them, all, like, a lot. No, they were only just kind of barely in the, this one. Uh, Jim Henson wanted Doc Hopper to be redeemed at the end, but Frank Oz overruled him, so he just stayed being a villain. Yeah, not everyone needs a redemption arc. I think that was a good choice. Do you know who Henry Kissinger is? Uh, the name sounds awfully familiar. Isn't he an uh, author or something? I think he's like a war guy. He's a former United States Secretary of oh, State. Oh, oh, okay. Maybe I didn't know. The name sounds familiar, but I guess I wasn't familiar with his, you know, what he did. The original script had recurring appearance of Henry Kissinger, whose entire shtick is that he's not cast in the movie. Not even for the framing device. Uh, so that, that would have been interesting, I guess. I'd like to see Orson Welles. He's pretty cool. He was right at the very end. He was like the boss that they yeah. were. He was um, based off of a real person. Huh. Yeah, Orson Welles is quite a good actor. I liked him in, in The Third Man. Have you seen that movie? No. He's good in that. You should watch that. When the film was released, The Muppet Show was the world's most popular TV show at the time with an estimated 235 million viewers in 102 countries. Holy Moses, that's a lot. Uh, I was shot in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Lake Sherwood, California, and the second highest grossing Muppet movie after The Muppets in 2011. In the 2011 one, it did end up winning an Oscar for original song, I think. That's pretty crazy. Brett, McKen um, Brett McKenzie, he's like the... Part of the Concords. Part of the Concords guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, anything else? Any other things you want to talk about before we jump into scores or however we do this? No, I just think it was a it was a lovely, lovely film. Just to reminisce, I guess, a little about over my, um, probably back to my childhood. And it was genuinely funny. Uh, the nostalgia factor it was just uh, enjoyable overall. 
Good choice by me. Wonderful. Wonderful choice by you. Just wait until till my choice for next week. You'll be going back to your childhood. Ooh, can't wait. Did you, did well. you by the way, did you watch this movie with um Megan? No. No, I'm not. You didn't. No. No. This is a good was... movie. This, I watched it with Mackenzie. It was a good uh, good movie to watch with somebody. He had no interest. No interest at all. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Okay, so for acting, um, is this, I mean, it's kind of hard to, um, to judge on acting because it's like mostly Muppets and the human beings. I mean, as I said before, you know, star-studded secondary characters. Yeah. Um, at least people who popped up um, for a brief amount of time. So, I mean, that was cool. Big Bird was cool. Um, the bad guy was, I mean, he wasn't great, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, the Muppet, the Muppets themselves, you know, they did great. So if I was to give acting a score out of 10, I would give it an eight, I think. Eight out of 10 for acting. Okay. Yeah. I guess if I'm like, if I'm going to judge acting, I guess maybe it has to be. The humans? I don't know. Yeah, it is hard well, to. They hard had to, to act. The like the Muppets had to act. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. We had a hand in them. Yeah, they were. It was well puppeteered, I suppose. I don't think I've seen many like poor puppeteering performances. Maybe in um, being John Malkovich, but that was also good. Just a little throwback there. Um. Yeah, I guess uh, if I'm going to focus a little on the humans, the human uh, performers, it was not nearly as entertaining. Like, it felt like they were just put there and not quite as interesting as the Muppets. Like, I could have done with less uh, human screen time, I guess. Especially, I guess, because the villain was not very um, entertaining, in my opinion. That was like the weakest part of the film. Do you wish the villain was a Muppet? Uh, perhaps, yeah. Or just maybe played by somebody else. I don't know. It's hard to say. I couldn't. I couldn't really picture how how that would be fixed. But yeah, for, for acting, I mean, let's go with a seven. Okay. Well, how do you feel about the ending? The ending was. Like I said, it served its purpose, and it, I wasn't uh, the way that the film ended didn't affect the film as a whole as much as perhaps other films it might affect affect that uh, experience. It was not really uh, it was inconsequential, I suppose. Just like oh yeah, there's the end, and it was uh, entertaining, and yeah, it didn't really like make the film better. It didn't make it any worse. It, it it served its purpose. It was entertaining. I'll give it an eight. Wow. So yeah, like this movie was a bit ridiculous. Um and the ending had a bit of that with some, some genuine good heartedness, like as you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll kind of start well, it, I mean, it's a pretty 
my ending kind of starts a little bit uh, sooner, later. It's, it was a long ending in my mind because it, it starts kind of when the Muppets are rescued by by that band um, because they read ahead in the script right. and knew what was going to happen, uh, breaking the fourth wall. And then, obviously, there's that, that cowboy showdown yeah. in the Wild West, um, which is a little ridiculous. Um, and who would have thought that you know they would they would write in a threat to murder a Kermit in a Muppet movie about children or four children? So that was interesting. Um, and then the Insuga pills, which brings you a giant animal who's not a giant animal, and then it ends with. You know, everybody being happy and there's rainbows and whatever. Yeah. Um, so I give it eight out of ten as well, um, just because of how fun and weird it was for the year 1979. Yeah. Quite, quite. It yeah. held. It let's. It held up quite nice for a movie of of that year, for sure. I would say so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I was to give it a score out of ten overall, counting everything. I would give it because it beat any expectations that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing Kermit ride a bike was fun. Gave it an 8 out of 10 overall score. 8 out of 10 for the Muppet mm-hmm. movie 1979. Very nice. Yeah, I like I said, I had a lot of fun with this movie. I was smiling the whole time. I didn't. There's not much I didn't like about it. The songs are really good. It was genuinely funny and genuinely entertaining, and it makes me want to watch all the other Muppet movies now. And my score, very similar to you, is an 8. An 8 out of 10. Quite a good film. Well, it's like, yeah, the exact same score as me, but... It's pretty similar. My 8 hadn't... I I said it slightly differently than you. You said, I'm going to give it an 8. And I'm giving it an eight. See that the slight variation. Yeah, I understand. Um, I wouldn't say that gave me a, a, a smile the whole time. But no, I guess your eight, your eight's a little better than my eight. Yeah, 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 a smiling eight. Yours is like sort of like a slack faced eight. All right. Well, that was the Muppet movie. Um, pretty good. Pretty good pick by yourself. By me. I picked it. Let it be known. Now it's over and we can forget about it. Thank God. Finally that shit is over. Did you know that Dude Where's My Car made a sequel? Yeah, you mentioned that the last time. Um, guess, what, guess what you're doing next week? Oh, what am I doing? I'm just kidding. Um, they oh. they haven't actually made a sequel, and we're not watching. Oh, not thank God! It. Thank God! I thought, oh uh, yeah, that was it. Like they were talking about making a sequel and didn't, right, or something like that. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher was really excited about it for some reason. Cough. For the next movie, um, it is a movie that has come out this year, 2022. Oh, good lord! Uh, apparently, it's freshly on Disney Plus. So it's accessible to watch. Uh-huh. Um, and that's all I'll really say about it. Okay. So another new movie 
I I had a movie in mind that I wanted to watch for the podcast, but then it's been a while since um, I was able to watch a movie with Megan because she just has hated both of our movie choices. I can't believe so she I, didn't want to watch the Muppet movie. That's well, crazy to me. This is a pretty anti-Muppet movie household. Uh, okay. So um, so I floated the idea. I'm like, oh, what, what do you want to watch for the podcast? And she gave me a choice very quickly. So I'm like, okay, great. We'll do it. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to watch a movie. Is there any hints you want to give me? Um, it's a prequel to a successful movie mm-hmm. franchise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know what it is. Okay. Apparently it's gotten good reviews. I haven't looked it up. Well, the but... movies that it that this precedes in the timeline are very like very good. I love those movies. I'm going to tell you, I don't think I've seen a single one. What? I don't think I've seen a single one. All right, well, just to just to open it up, we're talking about Prey, 2022 movie, uh, a prequel to Predator. So I haven't seen like any of the Predator movies, any of the Arnold Schwarzenegger ones, um, any of the Alien vs. Predator ones. I've seen none of this, but yet here I am, open to watching Prey. Do you want to? Yes. You want to know something? No. This whole time, I thought you were talking about Lightyear. And then oh, I thought you were insinuating you hadn't seen any of the Toy Story movies, and I was about to just drive to your house and confront you in person. You no, know, I've seen all of the Toy Stories uh, at least a few times. But, okay, interesting, Lightyear. No, I don't think I want to watch Lightyear. Right, that's what I immediately thought of. And you're like, it's a prequel. And I'm like, Lightyear's a prequel. It all lined up, and it also came out this year. That's true. Um have you heard of the movie Prey, the prequel? Yes, to- yes, I have. Movies? I've heard pretty good things. Ninety-three percent. I've seen Pre- I've seen, I've seen Predator, the first Predator movie, and I've seen a little of Alien versus Predator. That's what I've seen of the Predator franchise. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lightyear is seventy-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Not as good, but. Okay, Prey. Yeah, that should be fun. It's, a, it's like an hour and 36 minutes. So, Is there a Predator movie with Adrian Brody in it? Sounds familiar. Predator film franchise. Oh, is there, there's a movie called The Predator, which came out in 2018. Oh, no, here we go. Predators 2010. Oh. Yep, I've seen that. It has Adrian so- Brody in it in an action movie, which seems like a weird choice, but... Yeah, so I've seen two and a half Predator movies. So there's Predator, Predator 2, Predators, The Predator, and then Prey. That's crazy. A lot of P words in those. Well, it's all the same. Predator, Predator 2, Predators, The Predator. It's like Fast and Furious. Right. Prey is not the same, though. Prey is different, but, you know, Predator and Prey, they... They go together. Right. They knew what they were doing, you could say. 
Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's next week. Great. Then. See, that's one I don't think Mackenzie will want to watch. Even though it's such a high score on Run Tomatoes. Yeah, she won't care. It doesn't sound. That probably won't be interesting to her. Uh, well, I'm sorry. The movie that I wanted to watch probably wouldn't have also been interesting to her. Are you saving that for a future episode, or are you? Um, yeah, I think I'm going to save that. Okay. Okay. Just in case. Gotcha. Maybe it depends. I did watch a movie recently that I might might use if I have a busy week and I can't watch a movie. That's a good idea. But not this week. Pray. Okay, cool. Great. <sighs> yeah. Oh, totally. What a wonderful Friday night. Just hanging out, talking about Muppets. It's a successful, successful day. Um, so there is a, there's a desert in Africa. There's a desert that stretches across three different countries in Africa. Okay. Uh, Botswana, Namibia, and South Africa. Okay. Do you know what the name of the desert is? I can't quite seem to place, to place it. It's the desert name. That stretches across Botswana, Namibia, and South Africa. I think it's in South South Continental Africa. I would assume so, since it goes through South Africa. Yeah. And Botswana, which is at the very bottom as well. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, just a question I have. Um, have you seen Skyfall, the James Bond movie? Yes. Do you know who sang the theme song for that? Uh, Adele. Was it Adele? Okay, interesting. Um, so there is a fear um, of the number. Some people have fears of stuff, right? And some people have fears of the number 13. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that fear is called? So is this like you're striking up conversation? But really, you're asking me five quiz questions. Do you know what the fear of the number 13 is called? Um, it has a specific name. It's got to be um, Antonio ben, ben, uh, Banderas Obia. Interesting. Could you look outside your, your window for a second, please? Okay. Do you see the moon? No. Do you think that the moon's diameter is wider than the country of Australia's east to west width? Uh, yes. You do think the moon's diameter is wider than Australia's east to west width? Yes. Okay. Um, speaking of numbers. Right. Th- this one might be very easy for you. Okay. Uh, considering your past, but... Where might the number four be considered unlucky? In China. Are you just saying that because of what I said? No, I knew the answer. Okay. Well, 
We'll, we'll okay. Well, okay. So the desert. I guess um, I didn't know the answer. I swear it was. It is. Well, they have a. The answer is East Asia. Um, oh, I thought you were asking for a particular country. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know the answers before I asked you the questions. But um, so East Asia, they're probably like Thailand and Cambodia and something like that. But China is in East Asia. Can't get much more. Can't get much more east in Asia than China. Okay, fair enough. Um, they do have an unlucky number. The Chinese. I think. I think it might be thirteen. I think no, it might be four, thir- thirteen or fourteen. It's four. I don't think it's four because they. It is. Okay. Well, an unlucky number. Okay. So. You used to work for a a company um, called Fairway Market, right? Yes. They're owned by uh, a lovely Chinese family. They named, they picked a, a number four store. Like they have a number four store, so they wouldn't have picked an unlucky number. But they don't, have a, they don't have a 13 or a 14. You got your keyboard ready? You got your keyboard handy? It's the Kalahari Desert. The Kalahari I want you to look up Chinese unlucky number and tell me what the answer is. What it okay. says. Chinese unlucky number. I mean, four comes up right away. Uh, four is the most unlucky number in China. Wow. Crazy. Well, I don't know what they're doing over there. Fairy market. If, if that's what Google says. Uh, Adele, yeah. Adele does do the Skyfall theme song. I think I already knew that one. A fear of the number 13 is called Triskai 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 Decapphobia. Triskai Decapphobia. Triskai Decapphobia. Triskai Decapphobia. Almost had it with Antonio Banderas phobia. Yeah. You know, he's in the 13th Warrior. That's a bad joke. Anyway, totally get it. Okay. Um, you said the moon's diameter is wider than Australia's east to west width. Um, it's actually false. It's not wider. The moon is not as big as I thought. Then. And yeah, the number four is unlucky in East Asia, which I guess could be China. What not? I guess. Google says what Google says. Okay. Okay, Gemini, I will leave you with your horoscope. Your your lucky numbers are 3, 15, 17, 45, 47, and 48. Your energy level may be very high right now. Interesting. You might be able to use it to accomplish something that is normally outside of your abilities. But be careful not to alienate others. Wow. Do my best on that one. What's yours? Uh, early in the week, you may be feeling more emotional than usual. This period might be better used to seek insight on your life situation rather than taking any action. My lucky number is 7, 9, 23, 29, 31, 33. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I was pretty emotional earlier this week, so that's good. Well, there you go. The horoscopes are, have been right all along.
I'm gonna exit out of that. All right. Well, on that note, uh, is it time to wrap it up? I I, I think so. The gonna... Muppet movie. It's a good. It's a good one. You should watch it. Are you gonna well, watch the second one this weekend? Prob- not this weekend, probably not. But I definitely will watch it some point in the near future. About late year. No, I'm probably never gonna watch that movie. <clears throat> if like someone's like, let's really let's watch Light Year, like I'll be like, okay, I won't be against it, but I'm not gonna like actively be like, yeah, I need to watch this. Did you not like Toy Story? I love Toy Story. Okay, well, uh, this has been a fun podcast. Oh, totally. Big time. Lots of fun. It's uh, always fun on uh, Friday night. Hopefully this continues or doesn't. Who knows what the future will hold. This could be our last episode. For your mother, eat my dog, the podcast. Well, I mean, I guess it could be because like something could happen. Death is imminent and it could come sooner than we think. That's just like how we'll we'll bookend this this episode with death. You know, at the beginning, it was all about people dying and who's dead. And now we could just cap it off with the fact that you will die. Just like the queen. Okay, well, uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, and I hope you, I hope nobody dies. And I hope we all live long, happy lives. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay,